Well, over the last couple of weeks, we've been trying to get a handle on the consumer. We've seen all these retailers reporting numbers, and, and the numbers are just mixed. They're all over the place. People seem to be spending money, but maybe not with reckless abandon. One person who keeps up with the consumer, knows more than anything, is Kevin Hockman. He's the CEO and president of Brinker International. There are chilies spread out everywhere. I mean, over 1,500 of them. I think all 50 states, what, maybe 30 different countries, Kevin Hockman joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, David. Appreciate it. So it's hard to keep up with you guys. What is it, about 1,500 locations? It's a little less than that. So uh, we have about um, 1,300 in the U.S. and then a couple hundred outside of the U.S. So I guess it's 1,500 globally. Absolutely. So tell me what's going on. What are you seeing right now? I looked at the earnings the other day. Your earnings were good, but it looked like maybe the traffic numbers were down a little bit. Yeah, you know, a little bit of softness in traffic. The the entire industry is seeing um, softness. We continue to grow sales considerably faster than the rest of the industry. We do see the the guests that are coming, you know, continue to spend more, um, both on more premium, um, whether they're more premium margaritas, more premium baskets of food, um, or just buying more things when they're there. So, you know, the guests that are coming are still spending, you know, quite healthily, and uh, and we're here to support them. Well, and they, 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 they've become, become accustomed to it. They've been going to Chili's for a long time and Maggiano's too. So, so tell, what about for you for the variables? Uh, what's the most important for you? I'm, I'm sure employment costs, go, cost of employment's gone up. I, I, you're impacted by inflation. I mean, you have to pay surcharges when gasoline prices go up to, to get things delivered. And commodity prices are a big variable for you too, I would guess. Yeah, so um, so inflation obviously is um, on everybody's mind. You know, last fiscal year we just started a new fiscal year in July. Last fiscal year, the the really the theme was co- we call cost of goods inflation or food inflation. Uh, that was very 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 significant, um, and that is moderating now. So we don't anticipate this next year to have a lot of food inflation, but there are still is other types of inflation um, that put pressure on our costs. The the biggest one is obviously wage inflation. Um, and and we look at the inflation, and then there's utilities inflation, as you pointed out. It's about a hundred million dollars this year. So even though it feels like a ton of relief, based on what we've seen, food prices starting to come down. Um, there's still a lot of other pressures in the business that we've got to overcome. Um, and and then obviously we've got the you know the, the softer consumer. You know, there's two things that I talk about um, with my organization. What we need to focus on, you know, number one is let's just make sure we have leadership value um, in the market. So you know, if customers start to pull back, at least they know they can come to Chili's and get unbeatable value. We have a 10.99 um, meal where you get unlimited chips and salsa, almost a half pound burger and fries, and a bottomless drink for 10.99. So, you know, if you go to a fast food restaurant, you're probably paying the same, if not a little bit more, but not even getting remotely the abundance of the quality or the service of a Chili's. And then this, and then the uh, the second thing I tell our group is. Hey, let's just continue to improve the experience because if customers are going to start pulling back a little bit um, on their trips, at least they're they, they're going to go to the places they know they can trust and uh, places like Chili's that they know they can trust. So if we continue to improve our customer experience, we think we can end up winning. You know, even if it was a recessionary environment. Yeah, Chili's is positioned interestingly because in some areas it's just sort of the local hangout. You know, there's a bar in there, but there's restaurants. I mean, the restaurants there. There's snacks and appetizers and that sort of thing. And sometimes, you know, it's it's the place you go when you when you go out to eat. Yeah, we have, I mean, we essentially have three different types of guests, or or guests use us for three different types of occasion. The obvious one that I think most guests use us for 
is the dining occasion with friends and family. So yeah. it could be, you know, either after a, you know, a softball game or, a, you know, a kid's high school game, or it could just be to have a fun night on a Saturday night. Um, uh, obviously that's, the, that's the biggest part of our business, the dining part of our business you know, sitting down at a table with friends and family, you know, ordering some great margs and burgers and fajitas and having a great time. The second, the second one is at the bar. So we have a lively bar business. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize we're the number one margarita seller in the entire world. Is that right? Yeah. And if, uh, you know, if, uh, Chili's were a country it would be the third largest imbibing country of tequila in the world. So, United States would be number one, Mexico number two, and number three would be Chili's, right? So we sell a whole lot of margaritas and drinks at the bar. We sell a lot of food at the bar. And it's certainly, you know, we're going to have the Sunday ticket coming, um, uh, the start of football season in a couple of weeks. So that creates, you know, content that people want to come and enjoy. So that's the second big one. And then the third big one, which really started, it was before the pandemic, but really exploded during the pandemic, is that we are used as a home meal replacement. We call it HMR, home meal replacement. And so, hey, I'm too busy to cook on a Monday or a Tuesday night. And, you know, why don't I just, you know, get on the app and in two seconds I can order chilies and either have it delivered or carried out. Super affordable, um, you know, obviously a great option for, you know, busy mom or dad or busy family during the weekday. And uh, it's a considerable part of our business now. We sell about a billion dollars of, of food that is to be consumed, you know, as a home meal replacement. So, you know, whether you want to, you know, come in with your friends and family in the, in the dining room, whether you want to sit at the bar and watch a game, have some wings and some beers and margaritas, or if you want to just have a home meal replacement, Chili's is a good place for, for all those well, things. Well, I mean, that, that's, the thing is the third helps you with labor costs, I would guess, too, because it's got to be a lot less labor intensive to have somebody to come by, come by and, and pick up their meal. So to the degree that you can grow that business, it must help the bottom line. Yeah, you know, yes and no, because you still got to make sure you're packaging the food up. That's also a very difficult thing to do. Um, you know, it's much easier to be able to serve a delicious burger and fries on a on a platter. So there's other labor that goes into that. Um, honestly, my preference is I would love all of our guests to come in and experience chilies because that's what it is, is when you come in and have, you know, delicious handshake and margaritas and the sizzling fajitas like you just can't replicate at home. So even though we're an amazing home replacement, we're even better when you come in to our restaurants. You know, Chili's was, I think, one of the first places I ever saw these little machines. I think Ziosk makes them, but it's a little tablet so you can add on to your order, leave a tip, or pay your bill, whatever, which I would guess would cut down on labor. And also, I know in some places you were experimenting with, with robots that were delivering delivering meals. Yeah, so the robots we've actually fired, so I've fired the <laughs> robots personally. Because you know what? I like humans a whole lot better. Yeah. And we have the most amazing chili heads that make our guests feel special. So we're not going to be doing any robot serving in the future. But uh, as far as the other thing you were talking about, we actually use a company called Presto right now. Um, and uh, they're uh, basically tabletop devices that you can play games on. If you have you know kids at the table that want to play games, um, you can uh, redeem your My Chili's rewards. So if you get you know a coupon for a free appetizer, you can redeem it on that. And then most importantly, uh, 94, 94% of our guests actually use that machine to pay. So you can just put your card in, um, put the gratuity in. You don't need uh, necessarily a server to help you and say, you know, what, what's the insight after you finish an amazing meal at Chili's or anywhere else? You want to get out of Dodge. And this, those machines allow you to do that. The other thing that's really important to us on those that technology is we have about 20 million surveys that we get after people pay and they give us feedback on, you know, how their experience was. And so we're able to look at, by server and by 
um, by bartender, you know, how are they doing in terms of being attentive? Uh, and it was the food great. And did the guest have an amazing experience? And that's really, really valuable for a concept our size to be able to have that amount of big data to be able to sit down with our, you know, team members and our managers and talk about performance. So, and they appreciate it. They, you know, they yeah. just want to be at the top of the list. So um, it's a great way to get more direct feedback um, in addition to obviously making it easier for the guests to check out. Well, you, you mentioned size. Are you right size right now? I mean, this is, you're in all 50 states. You're in a bunch of different countries. Uh, you basically got the one concept, chili, certainly Maggiano's, and I know is important. But your background, you come from Yum, where you had Pizza Hut and KFC and Taco Bell all under the same umbrella. Yeah, we know we're focused on just giving the guests that we currently have at Maggiano's and Chili's the most amazing experience. So, uh, we've been laser focused. A lot of folks, because we've had some success in the past 12 months, um, do ask me often, are we ready for a third brand? And the answer is right now I'm in love with our two brands. I think there's tons of upside on both the brands. We had a record year. We were over $4 billion of sales this year. Wow. Never had that in Brinker history. So the future is really bright for both of the brands. And right now that's where we're focused on. You know, I am old. Cause I remember, I remember when, when the, when Chili Star Brinker said, it was the aspiration was to have a billion dollars in sales. I said, That's ridiculous. You're never going to do that. Clearly, clearly, I was wrong. So, <laughs> the uh, also it looks to be to some degree like you're kind of getting back to the roots. A lot of us remember, I guess it was mid '70s when when Larry and Jack Levine founded Chili's over on Greenville Avenue and Meadow, and it was hamburgers and fries, and I think it was a big deal when tacos came in. But it looks like you you got the hamburgers back. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. A lot of fix because it's called Chili's they, and we serve uh, amazingly freshly fried chips and homemade salsa that's made daily. They believe that it's a Mexican restaurant or a Southwestern restaurant. Uh, but exactly what you just said, you know, Larry Levine founded Chili's um, really focused on margaritas and burgers. And then quick soon after we added uh, we call chicken crispers, which are chicken tenders and fajitas. That core four does about 43% of our business, and it's why people come to Chili's. And it's the things that Americans eat and drink, right? So chicken tenders and hamburgers are a top five thing that Americans love to eat. Margarita is the number one um, drink now. Tequila is actually number one spirit in America. A lot of people don't know that. They think it's bourbon, um, but it recently overtook bourbon. And uh, and then Tex-Mex has been growing for you know 20 years, so fajitas are a great business to be in. And uh, the, you know it's interesting. The reason why Larry called the business Chili's was he had no money for marketing and everybody in Dallas at the time, you know, the first Chili's was on Greenville Avenue in Dallas and everybody at the time had um, their best rendition of Chili and said, Oh, I have the best Chili in town. And so Larry's like, Hey, if I call it Chili's, then people will start just talking about it as having the best Chili in town. And sure enough, there was a Terlingua uh, red Chili that we, they served. They yeah. put it on pretty much everything. You get it on burgers, hot dogs, whatever fries. Um, and that's why it was named Chili's, not because it was, you know, a chili pepper or Southwestern or Mexican. Um, but even today, you know, the majority of what we sell is burgers, margaritas, you know, fajitas and chicken tenders. And, uh, you know, it's a really a true all-American restaurant with a little bit of a Chili's, uh, a little bit of a Chili's flair and bet. So you know, to a lot of us, we consider that comfort food. <laughs> Kevin Hockman is the president and CEO of Brinker International. And has been that for about a year now, and our first time to visit. We look forward to many more. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, thank you, David. Appreciate it. It was awesome. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.